Long, painful week. I need my fuel. Hi. Hey, how you doing? So you guys know who I am, but <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't been in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Where have you been? Your curfew You're was supposed to lead us. Your curfew was months ago. Well, I mean, we did have a kid. That's no excuse. <laughs> Do you see all those heroes on TV and, and movies? They have family, they have children, and they still sit. <laughs> Look at the Incredibles. Yeah. <laughs> Shazam, he's literally a kid that turns into a superhero! <laughs> Cue the roll call. We are live! Connect. Loading. Wielding equipment, the plot, and ire! Bluecaster! Cheetah's Azale! Loud and impulsive! Pinkcaster! Lane! One little spark of courage! Greencaster! Global self perka! Watching all the anime! Redcaster! Show Raider! Youthcaster not afraid to speak their mind! Signcaster Arcadia! Broadcasting hundreds of opinions across the world! Radio Sentai Cast Ranger! You must die. Also, one more thing, honestly. I fucking hate Funko because they released like all the Shazam pops and they pretty much spoiled the entire movie. What they do. <laughs> yeah, but that happens. Oh, the worst one was they spoiled the en- very ending of How to Train Your Dragon 3 by releasing. <laughs> the, no, I'm not saying what it is, but by releasing pops with no spoiler warning of an ending thing. Oh. Like the picture, just straight up. They later amended. They later went back and was like, "Oops, that was a, should have had a spoiler warning on it." But. but but yeah, like I went I went to EB uh, today uh, and like yes or yesterday, and I just saw all the Shazam pops. And I'm like, "Oh well, that's a spoiler. Thank you." What, what, what was the spo- I'm curious. Well, I, I I won't say on here because okay. people won't get. It, but yeah, yeah it, it, I was just like, oh, okay, fine. So it's weird though because with so, the captain. My, oh, sorry, sorry. So not only do they make uh, characters look ugly because that's what Funko's famous for, but they also right? spoil shit. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Those eyes. Those are the eyes of nightmares. I really like Funko Pops because they're not very expensive, and they also make figures of characters who sometimes get no other merchandise. I mean, that's that's the one good thing they have, at least. They made two different pops of King Turbo. So. Yeah, I managed to find the Chase pop of uh, Star-Lord from Guardians 2 with his mask on with, for, like, $20. That's I weird was, because I was amazed. The, uh, for the first movie, the, the rare one was the one with his mask off, which yeah. is why I have the one with it on, even though I wanted the... Um, sorry, sorry. Everybody. Anyways, welcome to episode 237 of Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. What Pokemon is episode is this, Blaze-Coon? He's Blaze Coon now. <laughs> David, if you're listening, which I know you're not, but if you are, can you change Blaze's name to Blaze Coon? He's, he's not. Damn it. Can you, change, can you change Blaze's name to Blaze Coon? 237. I can. Okay, change Blaze's name. Yeah, Blaze, change your name to Blaze Coon. <laughs> Thank you. See, Blaze is our biggest fan, so whatever we ask him, tell him to do, he'll do it. It's 237! I said it three times! 
Blaziken. Blaziken. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There yes. you go. <laughs> Sorry for rambling before about useless stuff. Hold on, I'm gonna. Nothing to do with anything. There, hopefully that fixed it. Sorry. Blaze can I have your new Beyond driver you just purchased? <laughs> I'll have my own, and it would be very nice to have. And it. I don't want to walk all the way to Ichi's room. <laughs> oh my god. Whoever's going to bed. That's Dave. Dave. Bye, David. Um. Okay, so this week we are talking about Kamen Rider Zio episode twenty-seven. No. Oh God, get that shit out of here! Stop it, Dave. No, oh, I hate that fucking thing. Anyways, we're talking about Zio episode 27. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Flame Trooper for the save! That's actually perfect. Woo! Yeah, that's, that's a perfect, perfect uh, response. Fucking, we'll never see that in a Star Wars movie again. Just Stormtroopers with fucking flamethrowers. It's so cool. Stormtroopers yep. versus the thing one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was dumb. You just, you, 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 I guess you aren't ready for that yet, but your kids are going to love it. <laughs> Alright, back to our scheduled program, please. Yep, so this episode, we're talking about Zeo episode 27. And the first episode of Kishi Ryu Sentai Ryu Soldier. Episode Hitman Top. Cool, because we keep going around in fucking circles. Yeah. They just gave me the thumbs up of cool. It's really so cool. Oh. But yeah, I love Hitman Top. He's cool. I just what wish is he this episode wasn't so garbage. <laughs> wait, 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 Raven. Is Hitman Top? Does Hitman Top suck in competitive? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> no, so. I'm kidding. He has his uses. Okay. Cool. Not widespread, but he, he is used. Ew, widespread. <laughs> spreads so spreads farther the faster he Why spins. Why do you think there's three legs? Anyway, wow. Let's talk about Zio! Yes, because it's tradition in Rider that pretty much if you get a super fucking powerful busted form, it's gonna kill you on the inside. So yeah, just his like form, Gates. his new badass form is clearly killing him. Just like Gates' terrible character has been killing me on the inside. Yeah, you know what? I do, I do think he got better for the most part until like the last couple. Of I was gonna episodes. say, since you haven't been on here in a while, why don't we start with your thoughts uh, uh, on Zio up till now? Well, uh, as we literally just marathoned most of the six episodes last night. Six episodes last night, one this morning. Uh, I I haven't exactly been driven to keep up with the series so far. If that understandable. Um, <laughs> it is a weird day when I'm keeping up with Sentai more than I'm keeping up with the Rider show. I mean, that's what I expect of you these days. Yeah, right? Um, so, yeah, no, Zio's been, I honestly think the last handful of episodes have gotten better than it has been. I would say we're on the upturn. Yeah. I was, I was... No, it's, uh, yeah, the Ryuki episodes were neat. Kinda. Like the mirror world shit was cute. Backwards Zio. I like what they did with Mirror Zio. I like what they did with another Ryuga. That was fucking genius. Yeah, that was neat. That was genius. I like that. I was super happy when you see Mirror Zio because it shows that like he's not just a goody goody who's trying to uh, sa uh save the world with love and kindness. That he actually has a bad side to him. Like he's that he had to accept the, the form out of it. You know, 
Uh, Shadow Sogo. Some serious persona bias Shogo. in that episode right Shadow there. Shadow Sogo. Shogo. But anyway, You're not not, me. that's not the episodes we're talking about right now. Yeah. Uh, I do, I do, yeah, yeah, no, Blaze is right. Gates has a form that's killing him and it's called Revive. Oh, yeah. Oh, so I God. wonder if when he actually dies, he'll just revive. I was always saying I would love if just one of the effects of him using Gates Revive that it, like, aged him. Because, be like, cool. up until Revive debuted, I was I was positive that, like, in order to obtain the power, he had to die. That would have made sense, but no. I mean, he technically did die and then Sogo went back in time to prevent it. So. But it was completely unrelated. I know. Yeah, but yeah, I I do appreciate one thing so far in the last handful of episodes. Since he got the form, Soko hasn't gone back to using regular Zio. Well, yeah, because he knows he stands no chance. No, I know, but it's just for the first time in a long time, a rider doesn't just default to his base form out of fucking habit. Uh, he's just he's literally just been walking in and Zio too. Bill, Bill didn't do that for a while. Did that for a while too. He didn't go rabbit tank for like a long time. Actually, then, yeah, that's true. And then that's why that's why we had Bill Dad show up because it was like, oh, oh hi, rabbit tank. Like rabbit tank, rabbit tank, but better. And then no, fucking Bill Hazard is rabbit tank, but better. No, rabbit tank Hazard is sorry. rabbit tank, but evil. Sorry. Bill Hazard rabbit is tank rabbit tank, always better. Batman. But anyway, good to see a writer going with logic instead of just, oh, hi, I'm going into my base form, and oh, God, it's not doing anything. Because we don't have time for upscaling dramatic shenanigans. Right. Apparently. Uh, so the best thing about this episode is that it starts off with Zeo and Gates fighting, and Waz just steps in mid-fight to do his recap bit. Yep. And then the asshole goes back to his old habit of spoiling important plot details from was, later in the same was episode. Was it you who said, like, it, it was sort of like the freeze frame? You're probably wondering how we got into this situation. <laughs> yeah, basically. That's yep, that guy like. right there? That's me. <laughs> yup, that's Wagamao. Yes. That's perfect. Uh, speaking of Wagamao's, he said a whopping seven times this episode, so we're up to 58 Wagamao's now. And there were only one Wagakusatio in this episode. Can as, I, can I as just white say... was Jack Sparrow his way into that yeah, scene. Yeah, holy shit! The like, swagger on this bitch! He's just like... Mm. He's got his fucking mask at full... He's at full mask because Gates Revive is finally a thing. So he's just like, yes! <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, Thunderbreaster, I had the same thought. White Waz has been fucking with them the entire time. Of course! No, of course he has his own fucking agenda! Yeah, it, which it's he no shit. which we explicitly no confirm when he says, "Well, this is what we you're you're you are a Waga Kuseshu to us." To, and to my me. immediate thought is, "Are you telling me that Froz has ulterior motives?" Kel fucking supreme. No. No. <laughs> no. It's like it what? The what? The guy that Gates has been going, even Gates has been sitting there like, you guide ulterior motives. I know you do. I don't fucking trust you. Huh? The entire time. And it's just like, yep, no, here it is. And apparently what drove him to actually commit to using Gates Revive is was his, his mistaken interpretation of seeing Soup try and kill Sogo herself. My hesitation resulted in her dying. Yeah. yeah. And that, that was it. That was the, I can't hesitate anymore, I gotta do this. I must avenge chicken noodle soup. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, wasn't it that 
you said the chicken white, like referring to, to chicken white. To, I mean, I thought I, I said thought the said, chick in white. Yes, the chick yes. in white, and I thought you said chicken wife. So. Yeah, chicken noodle soup. Chicken she married from. a chicken. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So Waz yoinks Gates away from his fight with Zio and explains to him that because the revive watch is compressing and stretching time in order to give Goretsu his strength and Shipu his speed. It's chipping away at Gates' body. Which is represented by the classic nosebleed with only three drops. Oh, good. Yeah, oh, good. There's well, blood. Yes. We get we get two of those, and then we get a, oh, he feels his head, and there's blood uh, coming from yeah, his head. The, fir- like, the first bit was oh, a nosebleed. From where? It's his ear. You see blood on his ear. He reached up to the side and just... Okay, because I thought it was just like yeah. around here, like I'm thinking, just, like spontaneously nah. sweat blood. I'd love if he just starts losing his hair, and you just see Soup's just like, Gates! He's just like... Huh? What's that? See who's dead? Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So... Oh, so Waz fucking... We learned he can fight with, like, his he book. Pull, he pulls a Luxord from Kingdom Hearts and, like, throws his book up, which tries to capture Gates in his, like, book dimension or some <laughs> shit. We never knew he could do that. that. That was new. And then Gates just straight up saws his way out of the book. And he bleeds books? No, no, and then Gates, like, he chases Waz, and he, like, attacks him, but doesn't finish him off, and when he attacks Waz, Waz bleeds paper. I think think he just, like, got hit with his book, so just pages fell out. What if Waz is the book? That's what I said earlier. The yeah, that, the book. that would be yeah. What if, he, what if it's just a manifestation? Like it's a holographic projection of the book. But his his belt already does holograph. Oh, that could be like a like a foreshadowing. Oh my god, Gates is just a or was it just a book? Ichi, <laughs> if they release his book as a fucking premium Bandai thing, you have to buy because then you can see all us. All I could think of is that weird meme thing okay. where it was just like, the yeah, the mage master. I love that. That's movie. what I was about to say. I was gonna say if Was has a master himself, then that person would be a page master. But it's like that one meme where it's like when you're trying take a look. It's in a book. Reading Wasbo, my soldier. <laughs> <laughs> wrong, wrong, wrong show. Um, yeah, so they added Re- Gates Revive to the opening, which is a nice touch. Yep. They've been pretty quick about that in this show. Which is upsetting that the Zio opening gets updated more consistently than Builds did. Yep. Um, and then we cut to the the hall, Kujigoji Hall where Uncle is fixing a fucking washer that someone's dropped off, apparently. He's fixing a divot. Yes. No! Not again. And the uncle has apparently okay. already started looking for new roommates to replace Gates and Soup because he knows that Sogo is lonely but won't admit it. And then we get a surprisingly nice scene where uncle tells Sogo that he has never disciplined him because he didn't know how to relate to him after his parents died. And that actually explains a lot. It explains why he never got up Sogo's ass the entire show about not applying to schools. Because, mm-hmm. like, I felt bad for you and I didn't know how to talk to you, so I just let you do whatever you wanted to do. So I just thought it was, um, I was looking at someone, uh, uh did a little thing of, uh, reading Rainbow up. Um, so can we, like, call the episode, like, it, can we, like, put it, like, reading Wasbo and just, like, have the, like, the book image? But we have to have, um, wasn't it going to be, um, uh, the Resol- Resolger, um, 
thing because it's the first episode of that. Well, we'll see what we come up with. It could always be both. Yeah, that's true. Um, also, in our chat, uh, Ryder Custom has mixed up Gates' revive forms, that, and that actually looks pretty awesome. That is fucking cool. And see, I like that he just has, like, he has, like, a power soft fist and then, like, a claw on the other hand. That's cool. He's just, no, he's just holding the saw. Oh, okay. Well, that looks better than the fucking stupid weapon he has. Yeah, let's, let me just go... Reading up. Soldier! There we go. That's the title. Reading Soldier. Sure. That is actually really good. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... Ba, 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 ba. So, we find out that eventually, yes, Soup was, didn't go back in time to 2009 to kill Sogo, but because something... Shocker. He wanted to see what was going on on that bus. We all assumed otherwise last episode when freaking another Zeo started talking about the event. And no, she was trying to save him. Yeah, because Schwartz showed up with his magical reflecting. Yeah, with his magic hat. hat. Yeah. What was interesting though? Beam reflecting. Well, okay. Before that, so another Zio shows up to like Gates, and and he's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill Zio." I killed Zio, not you. Fuck off. And Gates is just like, "That's cute, bitch." Please, they fight each other. Gates kicks his ass. And, and, I, then, and I gotta say, Gates' henchins in this episode are all badass. Yeah, no, I love it. Like, because he, he, doesn't, he doesn't do, like, the forward arm motion, then this, and then spins. He just takes his arm, like, his hand, spins it, and then just goes like it, that when he transforms. It, it, it's Gates with zero fucks to give. No time to waste. I'm gonna no. just beat your ass and move on. No, the that that henching no fucks to give was the one where he just flicked it. That that was that's the most badass henching he's had so far in the series. No we fucks just, to give, just, no grand motions, it. just transform and go. Yeah. So, and he, he has changed so, somewhat because now he's just fixated on killing killing Sogo. So. For a reason that's not accurate. Yeah. Which means he just, doesn't know that. He's gullible and just will go on not much evidence without confirming. Mm-hmm. So he's still playing the fool. Um, we also get a, a sort of a B-plot where Waz, after getting shit-stomped by Gates Revive, goes to the Time Jackers for help, and Wool decides to cooperate with him in a plan to steal Froz's Waz system. Yep. And wow. So, after getting stomped, Wool tells uh, uh, Hiryu that he's got to find a way to defeat Gates, by telling him to steal Kamarader Waz's powers, even though there's no evidence that Kamarader Waz's powers could beat Gates Revive. But here you, just being the completely uninformed, gullible ass clown that he is, just decides to go along with it, and apparently uses a blank ride watch to steal Kamarader Waz's powers, which is a thing that they could have done a long time ago, I guess. Yeah, the fact that that suddenly is a thing, I'm just like, wait, this is like that moment where fucking the female, uh... Time Jacker just froze time and just moved Zeo and Gates' kicks into each other. Right? Yeah. And it's like, what have you done that? It's one of those, you guys have been capable of doing this. That this entire time. But you've been letting him kill all your other riders. And you haven't. Like, the Time Jackers are stupidly fucking broken at some times, and they're just not doing any of it consistently. No. Sometimes I think you just want you've you just want to fail. You know, with Schwartz doing his shit in the background, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. Dude's up to something. What's so, 
seemingly completely unrelated to the whole stealing Waz's powers thing, Hiryu is also going around amassing an army of another riders by putting them, the ride watches, into new people. There was something I noticed when he went to the second guy who he attacked while he was pushing a cart. Mm-hmm. Is that I think the implication was supposed to be that he dropped the cart while he was being having the watch shoved into his chest, but it's very clear that he pushes the cart away. So it's just like, oh, you're gonna possess me one second. I'm kind of disappointed that that guy wasn't the one who turned into Exade because it would have made a great reference to episode one of Exade where he was riding just the same kind of cart oh down my the gosh, hill. I remember that with the weird anime like expression change right? thing. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, so, uh, so Hiryu uses the blank ride watch to steal Conrader Waz's powers, and then White Waz, remembering that his fucking cheat-ass tablet book exists, Conrader Waz's powers come back to Waz! And then, as it's, like, coming back towards them, just our Waz just fucking grabs it, and he's like, well... It returned to Waz. It came back to A-Waz. It's like, yeah, <laughs> being fucking snarky. And then, and then White Waz throws a tantrum and yeah. everybody fucks off. No! No! <laughs> no. Yeah, White Waz fucking... Another Waz fucking threw a tantrum and fucking another Zeo did too. They're just both like... Aah! Oh, when another... After another Zeo got stomped by Gates, the funniest thing ever, just he's on the ground and he just does a little... Where he like pounds the ground with his fist, but like gently enough for it to be hilarious. <laughs> I don't want to break my hand. My truck was taken away by that kid. Mommy, help! <laughs> Go beat up his dad. <laughs> um, but yeah, so proper original Waz gets the Comrade Waz power set where it was truly destined to be the whole time, and I'm so happy. Yeah, no, he he he's earned this. <laughs> My was is better than your was. Go beat up his was. <laughs> don't you don't you touch Wait, my was? Oh, gee, was is gonna kick ass. Two guys fighting with books. It's just Zashbell. Yeah. And my book is better than your tablet. And it was a neat little touch that for when Black was transforms, he's the visor is black and yes, which I didn't notice until you pointed it out. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. It's, it's, it's something was different about this. It's moment. I caught it in the preview last week, and then I was like, "Oh, that's neat." It's just a, it's the same suit, but they changed it because black was and white was. And then I saw it, and I was like, "Oh." And I was about to mention someone posted the screenshot in our chat just now, but in the heads up, in the the hologram of the ride watch behind him, instead of the numbers display that it usually has, it's got an image of Waz's book oh. with the clat with the watch. Band clasp on it. That's, that's, that's a really nice touch. OG was is best one. Of course. Well, yeah, we all love freaking original was. Um. Yeah. So original was transforms into common rider was, and he's still got the book in his hand while he's fighting, and then he ewed himself. Yes. Yeah, so he yeah. actually he fucking himself, did it. He gave himself an introductory speech. I love it. I was so happy he did. Oh. It. Here's another custom from Rider Custom. Was featuring Sorcerer. Yo, that's yeah. actually cool. That's pretty good. Whoa, Here's good my shot. money. Take it, please. Yeah. That's badass. Um, yeah. So, Was henchins into Rider Was in order to fight with... I'm blanking right now. I'm tired. Gates. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, because Gates is like, you've never beaten me before, and you're not gonna now. Uh, well, I'm a writer, bitch. I don't think so, fucker. No, was it just like you were saying? Yeah. Hey, hopefully. <laughs> so on the other side of things, back in the 2009 and the bus trip of Destiny. Apparently that bus was going to a fucking strawberry picking tour. Yeah, that was like, like they could have, like... Because that's what millennials like to do. Hey, I've been strawberry picking. And it's fun as hell. That, and everyone on that bus had a kid. No fucking joke, I've been strawberry picking. It's fun as hell. Same. Nothing, there is nothing better than eating a freshly picked strawberry. It's fucking delicious. Oh my god. I wonder if, I wonder if it was done because Ichigo. I'm, oh my god, I can almost imagine that, but I think it might have just been because of this. Oh my god, it might have been. I don't know. <laughs> so. I don't we, know. I don't want to believe it, but it might have been. I don't want to believe anymore. So we get to see Sogo's parents pre death. Oh. Oh. oh so great being alive, right? God, I love being not dead. Let's board this bus! Let's get on this bus that's totally not going anywhere bad. And because Tsukasa is the one driving, Soup is just allowed on the bus with no fat, no problem that she's yeah. a stowaway. She hasn't paid for a ticket or whatever the hell. Um, and then while the bus is driving, Swartz stops it, dressed like fucking Mondo. Yes, but I what I like that I actually found really interesting was that this is not the Schwartz that we know. This it's pre-series. It's a past Schwartz. And, and no, no, sorry, not Mondo. He's dressed like goddamn Sayanji yeah, from Ghost. Yeah. Oh man, I remember that. <laughs> he has a magic hat. Yeah, his hat that deflects the Fies lasers. He has like the opposite of Odd Job's hat. Like instead of a hat that you throw to attack people, he has a hat that deflects attack. I play hat in defense mode. My, my favorite Pretty will much. always be random task from Austin Powers. Oh yeah. He throws a shoe, honestly. So apparently all the kids on that bus were all the same age because he says that they are all children born in the year 2000. They are all candidates to becoming the king of time. So he freezes time for just the parents and tells the kids, yeah, this bus is going to explode, so do something about it. Uh, bye! So whichever ones of you are lucky enough to survive this are probably going to be the king. Did we talk about the driver? Yeah, it's Tsukasa. It's Tsukasa. Yes. Yeah, it's we don't know why he's here or what he's going to do. but Because he's back to get the Zeo powers. Because he's saving Tsukiyomi. He's going to take you back to the past. Was that his intent, though? I don't no, know if he knew. No, he was probably had the same idea that she did, though. He wanted this... He wanted... He realized there was something up with this, with this scenario. Something happened that day, and he wanted to see what. And in classic Tsukasa fashion... He's just got a disguise, and he's sitting in as some yep. sitting in as somebody. So as the bus is going out of control, Sogo, as a little nine-year-old, uh, gets up in Swartz's face, and he's like, "Yup, this is the one." And he grabs him and pulls him up, and gets a little too close, I think. Nope. Bad touch. Nope. I think it looked weird because of the slow mo. <laughs> yeah, and then we see Soup. Uh, do her shooting scene that we've seen fucking four times now and scream Sogo's name where Gates apparently mistook that scene to be her trying to kill Sogo but she was actually trying to shoot Swartz. And not just and not just Gates that misunderstood it. Apparently fucking another Zeo being there as a kid misunderstood it too. Well, somehow. Thank you. So yeah, he apparently mistook Sogo trying to stop Swartz as hit it being his fault that their parents died. Right. 
Did he just no, forget he about say, the creepy old man that caused this? Yeah, right? He even said that, Oh, the bus crashed and our parents died because the time traveler came back from the future to try and kill you. And no, that, yeah, no, yeah. That's that what he said. That checks, that checks out. Right? I get it. Now, that made sense to me when he said it the first time, but now that we're seeing what this act, what actually happened, I'm like, okay, yeah, but what the fuck happened here? To answer Blazy Coon in our chat, how Gates got that angle is he was looking through a screen on his time machine. He was able to see just the x-ray vision of Soup in the bus, but not the back of the bus where Swartz was. Yep. Time camera! I don't fucking know. Time camera, come on. Their tablets do stupid shit. Yeah, but at the same time, he still saw, he still saw Zio run up to the guy and get, and get held up for a bit. So, so after seeing that Sogo is probably Zio, he takes himself, Sogo, and all of the other kids off the bus and through a time portal, leaving the bus to crash into the tunnel and explode. But at the last minute, we see Tsukasa yoink himself and soup through a dimension wall and i'm gonna probably assume that maybe he saved the parents too and they're not really dead just you never know hidden somewhere? It. It, it's schwartz he's it, an yeah, asshole i was gonna say it, it's schwartz but no but uh, and no but maybe tsukasa saved them with his maybe. wall and uh blaze why did she yell his name because she was trying to save him yeah, maybe it was like Sogo, get out of the way so I can shoot him. Basically. Okay, but if you're if you're going with your theory and all the parents are alive, this many years later, what type of meeting would that be? It would be like. Maybe maybe before Tsukasa got involved, they were gonna die. But now that Tsukasa's here, he he could have saved them, and eventually he'll just show up with the parents. Yeah, hey, uh, I've kind of been holding on to them for like ten years. Yeah, I was thinking like maybe it's like I warped him through a portal ten years later or some shit. When yeah, I, I I agree with Kaguya though. Its explosion came from the back of the bus, and the wall got Tsukasa and Sugiyomi because they were at, immediately at the front. So chances that, are that, everyone yeah. in the back of the bus is dead, and just the two of them survived. Because Probably. Yeah. I'm just thinking possibilities. I'm wondering what caused the explosion if they didn't actually crashing crash. into the wall in the tunnel. Okay, so it was just the back of the bus that sort of crashed and scraped against the wall, where the front sort of veered this way. Buses, the engines usually at the back. Okay. So the engine so, exploded. So the, the shit, shit that would have exploded would have been at so the back end of the bus. So it was an engine explosion, not because of a head-on collision with something in the tunnel. Yeah. Okay. At this point, everything was on fire. So, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the kids wake up, presumably, at Omade? Because yeah. there are dimazines destroying the city. It's the exact same scene we saw in uh, Sogo's dream earlier in the series. Which tells me, considering his outfit, that Swartz was the one who told Zio that he was to become king. Yeah, no, that absolutely is what's happening. So, so much for that theory of it being his future Omazeo self. Uh, yeah, so... Basically, the episode ends with Waz about to fight Gates and Sogo riding off on his bike to also fight Gates, I guess. Yep. Uh, so next week we see another Zio amass more of his another rider army, and Zio and Gates apparently have to team up fucking again. Uh, I, I I don't like when they team up in this show. Yeah, it just seems forced. It is forced. No, but like, it's literally know, forced. I know, but. <laughs> 
So yeah, we get answers and questions in equal parts. More questions than answers, though. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, that's the nature of a dramatic show like this. Mm-hmm. Get a bunch of questions, especially since we see that Tsukasa and Tsukiyomi kind of followed them to Omade. Yeah. So they're watching and seeing what I just like happens. how Soup this whole episode does not notice at all that it's Tsukasa. I feel like after the portal she 100% knows it's just She wasn't was, looking at him. There was an off-screen Wait, how the fuck did we get here? The fuck decade? Maybe. I feel like if that and happened, he, they would have shown it. I feel something. like they're going to show that next episode as a bit of a flashback to what oh. she's been doing. Okay, mm-hmm. um, so this just in, apparently this just popped up now, so apparently in future episodes of Zeo, we are getting Blade and Chalice coming back. Oh, sick. That's awesome. Well, I mean, they haven't done the Blade episodes yet anyway. <gasps> awesome. Oh, can we, instead of seeing another blade, can we just see another chalice? Cool. Just get, like, a proper monster version of chalice? That'd be cool. Anyways, yay! You heard what he said. Do it. I mean... Orb's got an idea that would actually make some sense. A theory that Omazeo destroyed the Diamazines and White Waz is from Kikai's future and wants to make sure the timeline where the machines rule over and exterminate humans by stopping Omazeo. I can believe it. Utilizing Gates as a catalyst, and he, he is their savior, but not their king, because he became Gates' revive and killed himself in the battle, thus taking out Omazeo and Gates simultaneously. I did see someone earlier in the chat mention that just because he's their Wagakuseishu doesn't mean he survived the battle. Right? I like that. He is their that savior is because he defeated him. He could have yeah. died trying. Yeah, yeah. My only my only yeah. issue with that theory is the fact that we've been basically told that Kikai's future isn't actually the future. Yeah. Kikai's world was well, a dream that Sogo well, I mean, technically I guess they said he made up a new future. Yeah, because the idea is Shinobi, Quiz, and Kikai come from, from the Waz's same timeline. alternate timeline that Waz is from. Yeah. Because Waz actually went to his future to take Mondo back to the present. As opposed to Shinobi and Kikai who were dreamed up. Yeah. Wow, this show is getting Well, confusing. I mean, White, White Waz actually said that Shinobi was a thing from his time. Yeah. And Schwartz went to the alternate timeline and got the watch from there. And Kikai, being also from the same timeline but later on, means that the theory that Gates revived winning and leading to the future where machines rule the world is probably accurate. Yeah. I'm thinking, though, because, like, they, the like, whole, like, my savior thing, I mean, the most famous savior ever is Jesus, and he died also. So. Yeah. That's probably it. And thus the, and thus the point... That Gates is probably going to kill himself and then he's while going to, killing And you know what else Jesus did? He rose from the dead. He revived. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so I'm yeah. just reading the chat. I'm sorry that I brought where Jesus. Where uh, Where else would, like, when they're saying where got his theory from, like, what other uh, theories would there be about this? Uh, he's getting them. They come from all over. There are a lot of really. discussion forums and such. Yeah. But anyway, that's a neat, that's a neat theory. I mean, especially with the, uh... The idea that Gates revive is probably going to end up killing Gates. We don't know who would be the king after that. Well, I bet you if Gates dies, Zeo 2 is going to fucking undo it with his bullshit powers. Yeah, pretty well. And, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, white was potentially. He was Gamorg. Wait, why does he die at sunset though? It did. Don't worry about it. Yamato isn't Tokujibus. Oh, okay. It's... I understand. Never mind. Well, let's move on from that and talk about our brand new Sentai. Saying to transition into the show. How is it not obviously Ryu so cool? Yeah, probably. Yeah, Lane's just not feeling that one. I just Ryu really... so cool. I really love. Or no, no, I gotta do K-Boom! AKA the demo man from TF2. Yeah, Kaboom! <laughs> so yes, here we are talking about episode one of Kishi Ryu, Ryu Sentai Ryu Soldier. And it was awesome. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I like it. I I I just kind of noticed throughout it that we seem to be borrowing a lot of tropes from the previous Dino Sentais. Here. Oh my God! It's straight up Kyoryuger with French swords instead of Spanish guns. And in so oh, many ways. What's this? You're telling me that they're from an ancient tribe of people that that ruled with dinosaurs? Huh? That doesn't sound like Zuo. Like not Zuo. It doesn't Cure sound like No, I'm not talking Cure Oh, Zoo Ranger. Yeah, that one. That totally doesn't sound like Zoo Ranger. I, 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 I can't get over how how easy it is to make parallels to that old fox Bioshock yeah. dinosaurs. Yep. Or no sign of Geisorg just yet. Yes. It's weird, I actually do not remember this one. <laughs> it's the theme song. I remember so many of these shows, but not this one. We're playing the theme song, our Discord people can't hear it. I do not remember this one. I like, kinda do. I, I watched a few episodes Kudons, of it. I remember Ultimate Muscle, but I don't remember Dinosaurs. See, I was watching Moncoli Nights. I remember Moncoli <laughs> That show was okay, yeah. except there were so many other shows like it. Flint the Time Detective, Moncoli Nights. Uh, there was a couple others I can't remember the names of. Anyways, Dino Night Ready! Yes. <laughs> so the episode opens with what is essentially a Keyblade bequeathing ceremony. <gasps> And I see that they managed to find a new use for the Pandora Tower set. <laughs> it's straight up the Pandora Tower. Yeah. You are now Keyblade Master. I mean Ryu Soldiers. Totally, guys. I think that's just the way swords and stuff are usually bequeathed to people. Yeah. Yeah. So we see Master Red, Blue, and Pink, or not given actual names. Yeah. They're not important. <laughs> they don't need names. They're not going to be here very long. It's like they're going to die. <laughs> right? And it's interesting because it starts out looking like it's going to be a three-man Sendai, even though we know green and black are showing up. That's uh, an interesting point. So we meet Ko, the happy, spunky, energetic one. Uh, Melt. Melto. Melt or Melto. I'm just going to call him Melt. Yeah. The, the the quiet, intelligent, skilled one with blue hair, blue who hair. I hope really hope we get explanation on. Because you gotta have blue hair. No, it's, there's no explanation. His hair's just blue. He's an anime character. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. He's an anime <laughs> protagonist. And Asuna. The, Thank you. The woman with uh, Hina-level strength, which will probably also not get explained. Never. 
Um, and then, so as we are introduced to them, we see them get their Ryu Soulkens, the Morphers appear on their hands, and they're Ryu Soldiers for reasons. They don't really say why the powers have to be passed down. That's true. Or are they passed down? Because yeah, you get you. The masters can still transform afterwards. Which I'd really like to know how and why, because you can clearly see that they do not have changers and on their they, suits. They just have they're, the time. They, they're so fucking badass that the changers inside my soul. Exactly. They are so skilled with the power they can call upon it without. Oh, the okay. Yes. Yeah, so now, uh, like, we were trying to figure out. That's why we're the masters. We were trying to remember who, like, the actors were who played like the masters. There were so Master Red was uh, Takashi Hongo in the the first movie. Yeah. Or the first. I recognize him. Um, yep. Master Pink was Sailor Moon in Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon. Yep. Oh, live cool. action. And then I think Master Blue was just, Ibuki. Uh, no, I don't. No, he wasn't Ibuki. Didn't they say it was Ibuki? I don't think so. I think I, it, said, it said he was he played like Nobuharu's friend in Kyoruger. Just oh. gonna say, Vegas, you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> As of the end of the episode, you're not wrong. Yeah. Um, and then they have like a, a a master like the I don't know what they called him, but he I just call him Edith because he looks so much like Osan from Ghost, and who is apparently Ultraman Jack. Yep. Uh, yeah. So we get introduced to all them. The ceremony happens. They get their changers. Oh. Yeah, he was Ibuki. I told you. Yeah, yeah. I remember things sometimes. Okay, I know. Never said he did. Occasionally. And after that, we see a brief glimpse of the giant Minosaur being all kaiju and shit. Right? Being all kaiju. Oh, yeah. It's just oh man, that thing is just like I saw that thing moving. I'm like, what is this Godzilla movie? I, I feel like that reference was deliberate. Oh yeah, especially since when he first shows up to the Rangers later, he pokes his head over a hill, and that's a direct Godzilla reference. If that's what you were telling me, Lane. What you were telling me about how when he pokes his head over the hill, that's a Godzilla thing. Y- yeah, because it's in the first. Uh... Shot of Godzilla we ever see in the 1954 uh, movie. He like just pokes his head over a mountain. He's like, "All right, I remember that. That was cool." He's Godzilla's cousin. Yeah, might be (laughs) Frankzilla. Yes, that is his name, Frankzilla. (laughs) I just like the implication here that God is Godzilla's first name. (laughs) Yeah, because he is. Their parents were really religious, but also really anti-religious. I don't know. This joke went too far. So, Anyways. both of you, yeah. So we cut to. Oh my god. So I can so already cool. tell off the bat that this is a character that either you will love or you will hate. Yep. And me, I love her. She's a goddamn YouTuber! Yeah, she is, she is probably I, the most stereotypical YouTube character I have ever this, fucking seen. What's up, fam squad? It's your girl, Ui, here in the fucking Amazon! <laughs> Except it's not. I mean, I've seen YouTube channels just like that. Right? So That's like, what makes this so oh, funny. Oh, they're trying to relate to YouTube culture. Yeah, because it's the norm. I know, but, but it's it also hurts. funny just because of remember, how goofy she Remember when Saki said he wanted to be a YouTuber? I know. But it all, it reminds me I of feel it. like that was warning us. It reminds me of someone who's trying to make a YouTube video for the first time ever, not someone who's been doing it for a long time. Wouldn't it have been amazing if Saki was like, I want to be a YouTuber like my favorite YouTube star, Ui. (laughs) So, 
she's in quote unquote the Amazon, but they clearly show us that it's Aokigahara Forest. So she's we already know that she's a liar. <laughs> and then yeah. she and then she makes a joke where it's like, I'm here in the Amazon, and I'm here to discover secret ancient animals and possibly record it. And then she holds up a recorder. And then she goes, ooh, joke! And I almost think that might be a reference to Grumps because it's like, funny joke! No. That, no, meme, no, no. that meme transcends the Grumps. That Not lying. She Probably. said Marvel's missing. Yeah. And she's, she's, even when she's talking on the phone, she's got her phone on a fucking selfie stick. That, oh my god, that's amazing. You're right. I forgot about the selfie stick. And just to keep on brand, she has a dinosaur phone case. No, I, I, like, I love this chick. She's fucking adorable, hilarious. I think this is exactly the type of character we need for a show like this. I so. feel like I'm going to enjoy laughing at her. It's a, I don't know if I like or hate it yet. Yeah, you know what? That's exactly it, Thunderbrush Dwarf. She kind of reminds me of Naomi from, uh, from or Ultraman Orb, uh, the leader of the Something Search People group. Okay. Because, like, there are these group of people who, like, uh, three people who just go around and they, like, try to find, like, weird uh, paranormal shit in, in their city. And they're really funny. So, in a scene that I don't quite understand yeah. yet, we see Ko, like, poke her on the shoulder and ask her what's going on. And she gets startled and falls over and then there's no one there. And then it cuts back to him and she's not there. So it kind of makes it look like the Ryu Soldier's Village is inside of a hidden parallel reality of some Except sort? she fucking just manages to show up in their village without any help or assistance. So maybe it's like Wakanda where it's there but hidden? Oh, maybe. Ooh. Uh, it's not well explained yet, but I feel like they'll tell us more about it. They better. So Ui ends up chased by some of the pawn mooks, who are fucking awesome, by the way. And she slips on the slime that the Creon monster leaves, and just, you hear her fucking spine snap. Yeah. <laughs> like, legs up, flat on her back, spine snapped. And she's okay! She's okay. She's okay, guys! Yeah, you're right. That was a really hard fall that did right. look like it would would have just snapped her spine. You know what oh, you're funny! It's like falls spine snaps. Is like, who are you? You're not human then. And then uh, the 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 ooey gooey chewy version of Lucky Euro creeps up on her, and he, this is Creon. He, oh, I love him. He's he's, he's weirdly awesome cute. Looking. He's like a mushroom dude goop. Maybe goop. He's so goopy. So goopy. He's probably, I think we talked about it when on Extra Extra when he was revealed, mm -hmm. but he's almost certainly based on a bleeding tooth mushroom, which is yeah. a very specific type of mushroom yeah. that has like beads of liquid coming off it, but yeah. just palette swapped. I know you're dreading me putting a picture of it in the chat, but I'm going to put a picture sure. of it in the chat. For education purposes. Yes. It wouldn't surprise me if it straight up was Lucky Hero's voice actor. It's so similar. Um. Yeah, so the... Creon comes up on her and it looks like he's about to goop her or something. Maybe this is one of those series where humans get turned into the monsters. That'd be cool. It's been a while since we had one of those, you know what I mean? It's been a while. This, this is an actual bleeding tooth mushroom. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, he's probably meant to be that, but like with the colors switched to green and pink. Mm-hmm. 
don't so, know if they have them in Japan or if they're popular in Japan, but they like mushrooms. So at the last second, she's saved by both Soul Red and Master Red, already henchened. Um, but yeah, as you if you t if you pay real close attention, you can see that Master Red, even when he's transformed, doesn't have the changer on him anymore because he's bequeathed it to Ko. So I'd really like to, I, I'd like to know why that's a thing, but they won't say because they're dead. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry to interrupt, but um, someone in chat just said, is Ui Channel a reference to iChannel? And I think it actually might be because it's super popular. I don't know what iChannel is. It is a virtual YouTuber, Kizuna Ai. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. I think, I think that it almost, it, I'm not sure if I'd go as far as saying almost certainly, but it's, Probably a reference. Yeah, no. Look, I feel like they for her they just for Ui they just kind of took like a bunch of really popular YouTuber memes and such and just kind of them all into one thing. <laughs> uh, and then the opening plays, which is a neat song. It's all right. I like it. It, it feel it feels like like um, kind of like the Zuoja one where it was just like you know traditional Sentai kind of gets you hyped up for the uh, for the episode so and I have to point out that during the early part of it where there are shots of each of them like screaming and crying out there's one shot where it shows Banba crying like on the left side of the screen <laughs> and at that point the way that the Ryusol can is positioned under him it almost makes it look like that's his fucking dick Oh, no, no. That's no. unfortunate. I didn't see that. I... Watch the opening and watch that scene again, and you'll see what I mean. Um, there's a quick shot of a dude whose face is covered by scarves, and that's probably going to be Geyzorg. Well, I mean, it's that usually happens in openings for these things, doesn't it? Where you see some mysterious figure in the opening, and it's usually some kind of sixth ranger. Yeah. Because they have that in the current Creature opening, too. Um, so Creon is apparently voiced by Ryoko Shiraishi. Shiraishi. So, yeah, so she's done a lot of anime roles. So Any Toku roles? She, uh, no, she's uh, this is her first Toku role. But she's oh, been interesting. Kaede Nagase in Negima. Oh, God. Um, okay, I know who that <laughs> is. Digimon, okay, cool. Digimon Cross Wars. I saw that earlier. Oh? Uh, is Hinomono Akari? I knew I recognized She's Akari from Cross Wars! But, thank you, Bosumon. Like, thank you, Kaguya. I thought I recognized the crap out of that. Oh, yeah. Yep. Doesn't matter. She's she's voiced both. <laughs> and Sword Art Online as Yulie. What is that example? I don't remember the name. Okay. Anyways, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we see Red use the Tsuyo Soul, and I swear to God, they say the name Tsuyo Soul so many times in this episode that it just reminds me of the first dubbed Naruto opening. Rise! Tsuyo Soul! Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we... I, so let's let's talk about this now. So the way that they use their gimmicks, the other the non-transformative Ryu souls, is to put them into the Ryu soul and then gabu 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 them a bunch of times Sole. over Sole. and over Sole. and over Sole. and over again. And holy shit, does that process take? But it's a long weird because it looks like they're trying to puppet it, saying the word. Yeah, and I think that's how it works. Like, the toy probably works like it says each sore when you gabu it each time you. And I gotta say, I really, really don't like that. I love it sword. takes too long, and it's so involved, and... 
so involved. I really don't like that the powers are centered around the sword. And I get it. I get why they're doing it. Because they're knights. And the sword is everything to a knight. So you want to put the power up in the sword because they're knights. Yep. Oh, but the, I don't like the Reeve Solkens design at all. Um, Speaking of swords, the I like how the masters each have their own like normal-ass sword. But they just carry it around all the time. They don't have any sheaths to put them in. Yeah. That was a weird that, choice. Yeah, that, I never actually noticed that until they you didn't, bring it up. They yeah. didn't want to give... Those were prop swords. They didn't have sheaths for them. And they weren't going to spend the money on a bunch of characters that were dead. Oh, yeah. In our chat, they're saying something that I didn't pick up on that's interesting. When they when they say the names of the soul, it says like, Hayasol and Suyosol. It almost sounds like Hayasor or Suyosor. As in a dinosaur. Oh, wow. I feel like that joke. was absolutely on purpose. That's the joke. Yeah. Um, so yes, Red uses CO Soul, which is just a straight up strength increase. Uh, and then we get a really nice shot of like real close up with him where he's swinging his sword and it looks like the sword is curved. That was a neat shot. So I feel like they learned from Lupin Pato a little bit. Yeah, the, like, dyna the dynamic shots are really nice. Mm -hmm. They couldn't go back on that. I mean, it was yeah. Uh, and then he puts the the red soul into the sword to do his finisher, which is just straight up called Dino Slash. <laughs> yep. The effects on it are gorgeous, though. It looks oh, great. Oh my god! He makes like this like just giant wish he didn't have to pump. Just wish he didn't have to pump a lever on the sword fifteen fucking times. Right. <laughs> and that's like one to activate it, and another one for the special attack. I hope, I hope they I hope they do it all simultaneously. Oh, they probably will. But yeah, like as as we've talked about before, like the voice of like everything is fucking Tomokazu Seki. So you're just like yeah. Seki. Seki's going all out on this fucking Sentai. And just works in house at Toei these days. I swear yeah. to God. Yeah, he just lives there. Yeah. Seki, we need you to voice another Sentai equipment. Yeah. All right. On it. <laughs> It's like Chris Sabat during Dragon Ball Z. He's, 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 he just fucking lives there at that point. The balls are nerds. I believe the I believe the, make a bit of difference. I believe the way it was described is Christopher Sabat is the voice of the Frieza saga. Yeah, basically. <laughs> he is. It's the way he described it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. So after that, we get introduced to the quote-unquote leader, maybe possibly just head general for now. Of the Druidons, Tank Joe. Tank Joe. And, oh, I like this boy. <laughs> he but, is a castle-themed, blue, sword-wielding general voiced by Azald from Zuosier. It's, it's basically just like, like, would you like the, do you, did you like the previous blue castle creature? Well, here's one even bluer and even castle-ier. Essentially. Like, Who's the, who the one that you said is voiced by uh, the priest from Big That That's him. Okay. Yeah, he's bad to It's just, Itchy's just kind of going with the last voice the guy did in Toku. Tell, you want to mention who he is? Oh, he's also uh, Kotomine Kire from Fate's Day Night, for anybody who loves that series. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that's a very uh, obvious voice. It, it absolutely <laughs> feels like it's another form of the castle smash. Um, did, you, did, you, did you evolution? Yeah. Kotomine Kire, the priest. Kaguya, who's asking the question who that is. Yeah. Yeah, that's that voice. 
I could have sworn I'd heard his voice in something else because it sounds so familiar. He's probably been in everything. Um, he, he's been in a, quite a few things. His voice is rather recognizable. Oh, good. Yeah. A, as evidenced by Kaguya going nuts in the comments because they didn't notice that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wait! <laughs> so, so we cut back to Ui and her phone rings and her fucking ringtone is her own mouth noise. It's amazing. Her ringtone is her going... <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome fucking for real I love her love her so much she's great look it's like all might in uh, my hero academia his ringtone is literally just him screaming I am here <laughs> oh yeah I forgot about that <laughs> that's good though uh, oh my so she gets called by her Father? Grandfather? It's not super clear? Yeah, some guy she lives with. I don't know. Well, it's the same last name, Tatsui no Hisa, who apparently is complicit in her fake set scheme because you cut to a wide shot of their home, wherever it is, and there's just, like, excavated parts of other sets. Yeah. So it's like, oh, are you coming home from the Amazon by, by bus? No, I'm taking a bike. Oh, but you're gonna be late. Sorry, I'm caught up in Sentai stuff. Gotta go by! Uh, yeah. So, we see the, the Ryu soldiers, and they're talking about the Druidons, and we see a silhouette of what are absolutely going to be future generals coming up, and they talk about how the Druidons were apparently all former owners of Earth along with the dinosaurs, but when the meteors came down to kill the dinosaurs, the Druidons fucked off into space. Because oh. they can do that. Okay. So this Tank Joe guy, so I think there's, like, someone he's voiced for everyone. So, Emily, this is for you. He was in the Sergeant Frog series. Oh, my God, as, it was Giro? Yeah, Corporal Giro. Oh, my. You know there who you else go. he voiced, though? This is funny. He voiced King Leonidas in the Japanese dub of, of 300. That's cool. Thunderbruster is saying he's Alucard. And I'm having a moment to think whether he means the Castlevania anime or Helsing. <laughs> yeah, Fate Stay Nights, he was Kirei. Um, I had no idea. Well, okay. Okay. Oh, Thunder one piece, yeah, one piece or, for me, he was Hody Jones. Yeah, okay, that's or, awesome. See, here's the thing. I can totally hear that. I I watched Helsing in the dub, so I don't know. I don't recognize him as that at all. I know I've heard that voice in something. Uh, fairy tale. He's keys. I don't think Wait. I know that one. Nobody important. Okay. Oh, he was Gamets in Maho Girls Freaker. Oh my God, he was Gametsu. See, the one I recognize is Faith Stay. That's the one. He I was the joke. Oh, he's the voice of Kazuya Mishima. That's awesome. Holy shit. Wait, cool. I didn't know he was Gamatsu. Oh, he's, lo he's Luxord in Kingdom Hearts 2. I feel like I haven't picked up on the one I recognize, though. This guy is just, like, really prolific. I don't know his name, but... Joji Nakata. Okay, I know him as the guy who voiced Fury. Oh, he voices Sojiro Sakura in Persona 5. That's what it is! We found, we found the one that Itchy recognizes. We found Itchy's recognizable. And he's the Japanese voice for Doomfest. Okay. <laughs> Alright, this, this guy's gotten around. He's also Roshuo from Gaim. No, that's what it is! That's the- Cause that warble in his voice, I yeah. knew I heard that before! Uh, He's Roshuo! I forgot he was in that. Thank you, Orb! You've solved my problem! Oh, the, oh that was killing me! He's the fucking birth driver. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he's Roshuo. Um. Giro always is the birth driver. Oh, there you go. What driver? The birth driver from, from O's. O's. It's a capsule machine. There you go. Yeah, that. Anyways, moving on. 
before it was turns into uh, <laughs> Joji Nakada. God, pass. what did we call that? Oh, uh, Lowtown Forum. That. that was before this very turns old, into Lowtown Forum. Very old Ixie Studios video we did once ever. Because it was really hard to do more of that. <laughs> that was where we sat around going, this guy voiced this guy. <gasps> and these people. Holy shit. What? Prince of the Sands is Prince of the Empire. Yeah. That's the line I remember the most. Anyways. Uh, yeah, so they introduced the concept of the Kishiryu, the Zords, which have been sealed away in the temple, and then they show them off by way of Nazca drawings on all the pillars. That was neat. Clearly CGI'd. Um, so we cut to the temple at night, and they're sparring, and... During this scene, we find out that Asuna apparently is offended by people bringing up her freakishly brute strength. like actual super strength, though. And proceeds to punish them by sending them flying into a mountain and making it explode. It's it's like she fucking does a volleyball spike or or a volley and just, like, shoves Ko, like, 20 feet away into the side of the cliff. Yeah. (laughs) But... But yeah, everyone's nicknaming her Rue Swole Pink. So. Oh <laughs> so basically, she sends them into the mountain. They walk, they and then yells, "Walk, walk it off! Don't mention it ever again." Basically. Probably, yeah. Uh, and after Ko gets knocked into the cliff, he finds that Ui apparently snuck into the village somehow. Somehow. Oh, also, right before that, before it cuts to night, we, in one shot while they're on top of the Pandora Tower set, you can see if you pay attention that there's like a group of like what I can only assume are temple monks, just like other people that live in the temple who we never see again. Right? And then the temple explodes later. So they're probably dead. Yeah, they're the last of them. Kagi is asking the question who's stronger, Asuna for shoving him that hard or Ko for surviving it? I'm going to go with Asuna. Because they don't give a lot of characters that level of super strength, but every Sentai hero survives fucking everything. So it's nothing new <laughs> in that world. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Ko finds Ui hiding in a bush for some reason, and her response is to introduce herself and give Asuna a banana. Which she was carrying, apparently. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Maybe for in case you found monkeys in the Amazon? Quote, the quote Ninth Doctor, bananas are good. And the village elder, who I'm just going to call Ias until they give him a name, his response is, Take her out at daybreak and erase her memory! That's a thing you guys can do? Alright. Oh god. And then the best Uh, scene in the episode! Yeah, it's like, alright, well, here's the exit. Okay, thank you. Are you actually going to erase my memory? Yeah, how do you guys do that with this? Proceeds to bring out small sledgehammer. (laughs) Labeled mind eraser. That was amazing. know if he was actually fucking with her or not we never got a chance it's to, not really clear he's never had a chance to say one way or the other he just fucking pulls and out a sledgehammer and just this is how we'll erase your memory just, and she just freaks the fuck out yes this guy like, is saying i'm going to erase bit. your memories with a sledgehammer i'll just have i'll just try a little just hurt a little bit. It'll be just one scratch. <laughs> just cut to, like, you pan over, like, five feet to the right. There's just a pile of bodies. Yeah. They also found us. I had erased their memories. <laughs> oh, the best part is that you can't tell if he's serious because right. this is episode one and we don't know. That expre- his expression when he says it just fucking sells it, too. <laughs> and she's like, what? You can't do that. I don't be fine. 
That's not your decision. I genuinely also do guess what. Unfortunately for you, in this case, it is my decision. But I like how it's been labeled. Yeah. yeah. Like, is it suggesting that it this is, is specifically the mind erasing sledgehammer? We have this sledgehammer specifically for this purpose. It has it, been used before. Is what yes. Saying. It would have been best if yeah. there was like dents and blood on it. Yeah, no, just fucking no, blood stains no, on the no. one side. <laughs> Then we would have known he was then serious. Know it was used before. So not only is the me- memory erased, but they're also taken out, literally. Yeah. yeah. You know. But I just love that the Elder's decision was to do it at dawn instead of, like, now. Yeah. Yeah, she can stay the night, fine. <laughs> so you can do it your last like, night. Take her out if you're at dawn. You know where we dump the bodies. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoa. Um, yeah, so before he can actually do it or not do it, uh, oh. a Minosaur attacks. And Blaze brings up someone. I'm just looking down at list. Oh, you mean Soichiro Hoshi. Okay. Blaze is really going hard for us to have Bakugan as a feature topic. No. Yeah. no I just scrolled through that list. And I'm like, yeah, Soichiro Hoshi. I know exactly who that guy is. <laughs> just from looking at roles. Raven's hey. catchphrase is watching all the anime. Mean no, that. specifically because that guy is actively one of my favorite voice actors. Also, so just, also a catchy. Whatever, back to the episode. By the way, can we just say that we're super disappointed in the announcement for P5R? It's Persona 5 The Royal. It's just a new version of Persona 5 for on PS4, not on Switch. Not yet. Yeah, a little disappointed. Not yet. It's a bit weird that they'd announce a new one. It's like, like it's like with Crash Bandicoot. They released it on PS4, then they released it on Xbox and Switch later. So there's a possible. Yeah, I chance. know that's the big one. Cuphead's coming to Switch yeah, too. No, yeah, it's not just coming to Switch. Remember when we were playing it way back when? Yeah. And we were like, with the game so focused on animation, why does it have just still pictures as cutscenes? They're fixing that. Oh really? The cutscenes will be fully animated cartoons. Oh shit! And it's a free update for every version that already exists. That's cool. Wow. Yeah, they just didn't have time, right? That's what I assumed. And apparently, the creator's really pitching for Cuphead to be in Smash as one of those DLC. Well, I do think it would be awesome for him to be in Smash. They've explicitly said that the fighters have already been decided. Yeah, Yeah, but who's to say that's not the same thing as Joker? I'd play as Mugman. I feel like they're. Oh, that's the other thing. You can now play as Mugman in single player. Yes! Yes, from the beginning. Thank you! You can choose him from the beginning without glitching up the game. Cool. And I know Delicious Last Course will come out sometime. Yeah. I don't know when, though. Anyways, back to resources. Sorry, sorry about Yay, that. Yay, okay, guys. I can wake up now. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> so, the Minosaur attacks, and Ui gives off the most ear-shattering screech I've ever heard. We can actually beat that. Our, our, da- our daughter uh, screams louder. <laughs> it's not a Welcome contest. Welcome to two-year-olds. <laughs> um, yeah, so... The Reds enter the temple, uh, but apparently Tank Joe and Creon... Just entering the temple is enough for the temple, which is the source of their powers, to go, Nope! Y'all lost your powers. Yep. Just someone seeking in, not even, like, taking yeah. anything. Yeah, no, that, that seems really inconvenient, that just somebody else setting foot in the thing that you're supposed to, place you're supposed to protect gets rid of your powers to protect it. It, it almost feels like a reference to a te- like a tactical RPG where your objective is defend the temple. Right. And like if the enemy makes it to the square, that one square, you lose the battle. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Tank Joe and Crayon get into the temple and the two reds go in to stop them. 
Meanwhile, both blues and pinks are in ranger forms fighting the giant Minosaur. And they actually managed to down it by combining Novi Soul and Omo Soul, which have the powers of stretching and heavyweight, respectively. And you know what? It's pretty, it's pretty neat. Yep. They Carter Grayson that bitch. I like the fact that they're not in Zords yet, but they're still fighting the giant, a giant monster. Yeah, although I hope they keep that up. Honestly. Like it, it's weird that they didn't even like, at least say at one point, "Oh, it's a giant monster. We need to summon the Kishiryu. How do we do it? We don't know." They just don't even mention it or because think of it. Because knights traditionally fight dragons. Because the Kishiryu were sealed away in the temple since ancient times, so literally nobody knows they can do that. It's not really explicitly said. That yeah, they... no, it was actually. Oh, they Edith, it. The Edith wannabe did say at the beginning that when they left, the they, the Kishiryu existed to fight against the... The Druidons? Yes. And when the Druidons left, when the Meteor hit, the Kishiryu just sealed themselves up in the temple until they'd be needed again. Ah. So literally nobody has seen that in so frigging long that nobody present even knew that was a thing they could do. Checks out. So the Reds fight Tankjo, and he decides to... He, he Like, he dummies them with not much effort. Uh, and then he does this triple energy cutter attack... And Master Red decides to tank the hit from Tank Joe. Yep, yep. And he, like, puts him in the co in the solid soul. So here's an interesting thought about that scene. So Master Red grabs the Ryu soul and puts the Kata soul in, which is the ability, which is, like, a defensive ability. Like, he puts it in while he's holding the sword, not while Ko is holding it. So I wonder if maybe his intent was to use it on himself... But it didn't work because he bequeathed his power to Ko. So maybe he wasn't trying to die. No, 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 no. I think I think you had the ability to throw it onto either yourself or someone else yeah. if you want. So I think he was defending him because he knew his time was up. I don't know. Yeah, well, no, because th- this is this is it. Like, it, obviously, they didn't intend to die. No, like the, the surface level but, interpretation but is it, that, like, I have to de- protect you, yeah, my precious no, students. Of course, but in the end, they also want to make sure that their students are like, you know, that you know, oh, you're ready. You can. You don't need us anymore to like keep training you or keep showing you the way. And, and that's, I believe, what we were meant to assume. Yeah. But actually, looking at the way that scene played out, it kind of seemed like maybe the other way might have. I just realized something. And then after he got hit, it was like, well, I guess I'm fucked. I better give a heart-wrenching speech. Because the way that they got their full powers was by the masters dying. By their souls going into... into. That was them just gaining the ability to transform without the tower, without the temple's help. Yeah. Oh, okay, so it wasn't like... Because I was thinking to myself, what if it was part of the... We were the power source all along. Yeah, what if it was part of the ritual maybe, originally for them to stab Maybe themselves? that's why they could transform without changes. Maybe. Oh, that actually makes sense. That's weird. Sorry. Which I guess means that there were Master Green and Master Black who also died. Oh, we could see them. Just flashbacks to them dying. Probably. I, episode 3, maybe. Because as for the episode 2 preview, it looks like Green and Black aren't a thing yet. Uh, yes. So while Master Red is, like, dying and giving this heart-wrenching speech, I guess Tank Joe is just letting them have it. Because yeah. he's just standing there, not doing anything. He's good. I proved my point. He's sitting there, <laughs> he's sitting there just sit, going, eh, no, this is, I enjoy this part. I'm just going to sit and watch. Just watching the mentor speech. This yeah. amuses me. <laughs> I love watching humans on their knees. 
was a joke. Or was it? Mass Effect reference. Yep. <laughs> Blaze in our chat. The true review soldier powers were the souls of the friends we made along the way. Oh. We turned them into gems and used them in our swords. Who also died. So, yeah. So, uh, Master Red turns... Uh, his soul gets sucked into... The Ryu soul. The Ryu soul is mine! Ka! Ka! By the way, you will be next. By the way, Lane and I are both psyched that the actual actor for Shang Tsung from the Mortal Kombat movie is going to be voicing him in Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, I'm looking forward to, me and Nishi are both looking forward to the, just the eventual compilation of like every interaction with the character yep. of Shang Tsung. Sorry for another tangent. <laughs> So, so what we're saying is that Ryu Soul Red now, or the Ryu Soldiers now have power ups that are powered by the dead souls of their of their mentors slash parental figures. Yep. So what you're saying is it's Tokon Boost. That's Spear what I was Ranger, thinking. Spear Ranger, fire. Too. I was thinking Tokon as well. Right. Mm. So the temple starts to get destroyed uh, because, oh yeah, before that. The, the Minosaur, right after Master Red gets killed by Tank Joe, the Minosaur just shoots a bleep beam of fire and straight up incinerates! Yeah, they're just gone! <laughs> Master like, Blue no, and Pink! It was super funny, like, you see, like, yeah, Master Pink, Master Red, just, or Master Pink, Master Blue just get fucking incinerated. They're just gone! And so you, gone, just, see, man. you just see, you just see Asuna and Mel, they're just like, they're like, no, ah, no, and he just, it cuts to the Minosaur and just going like, ah! Victory <laughs> fireworks! He's so happy he unleashes a salvo of fucking energy blasts just all over. Fucking the whole area. Is I just gone. wanted it to just start dancing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I killed them. Um, <laughs> and yeah, he starts destroying the temple. And at the last second, uh, Ko is saved by beaming into Tiramigo. Yep. And then as the temple gets destroyed, Kishi Ryuo Three Knights just pops right out of it. Yeah, and we hear we hear Tiramigo speak. He's voiced yeah. by Kentaro. Yeah, Blaze, that's the exact same thing I said when I saw it. It's like, oh, the yeah! The Minotaur just pulls a Shin Godzilla with all those back lasers everywhere. I'm like, oh, oh okay, going full Godzilla here. Yep. Um, so, yeah. So, let's get into the debut of Kishi Ryuo Three Knights. Holy shit! Shit, this thing is awesome. It is the most slender Megazord I've seen in a it's, long time. It's design I actually really I love. I love how skinny it is. It straight up looks like the Mystic Knight of Fire from Mystic Knights of Tirna Oh yeah, like Rowan's character? Yeah. yeah. Um, just the speed on this thing, the mobility, like you see it like just like full on sprinting. You don't see, unless like they're like fucking draped in CGI, they never do that kind of shit. He like so, dodges under his tail. So I looked at the. I looked it was at like the, it was like what it's like in Lupin Bat Ranger, like the Lupin uh, Mega Lupin Ranger Megazord was always like running around, jumping, diving, but it was mostly CG. Exactly. Yeah, he did it. Yeah. Time, but this time it's suit. This actor. time it's actually in a suit, and the suit actor's doing it. Yeah. So I looked him up. He's, Way he's done various roles, but uh, he's most known for for Ho, Ho Soldier from Q Ranger. So. Oh my god. Yeah. So and he's just like he's running. He's like. Uh, like sliding on the ground, tripping the the Minotaur, and like running on like along the side of like a wall. Minotaur, or, or whatever. The Minotaur. mighty Minotaur. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that it so, is probably a pun on Minotaur. So Link can die happy now. Yeah. So this this mech has like super impressed me. And, and we get confirmation that 
all the drill and, and arm bits and such being modular is not just on the toy. It does it in the show, too. Yeah. Because they attach the drills to its knees. It and power knees. And the fucking blue sword, yep. Triceratosaur, goes onto his feet and he just does a slashing kick. The minute it came out of the thing, I commented out loud that thing looks like it's made out of Lego. So Lego? Which is and, entirely... And, and then... And you then pieces of it started coming off and reattaching to different parts of it. And I was like, oh... Lego, oh, it actually know. is Lego. Lego, you okay. know what to do. If you're yeah. listening, you know what to do. I've yeah. been making Lego Zord jokes for years, and now they're real. I, Lego, I'm... if you're listening, please make a Lego Movie three. Can I say I'm I'm very this... I'm very excited to pick up <laughs> this mech. Yes, that will be in it. Yes. I'm excited to pick up this mech. Like super excited. Lego Sentai. <laughs> you heard the lady. Do it. Honestly, Lego Sentai. One hundred percent. Put this in the Lego movie. The drill knee is absolutely a reference to Gal Gygar. Oh, <laughs> shit. Okay. No, I know. Does Gal Gygar have drill knees? Yes. Cool. Like, does he, like, do, like, a rock star oh, slide a on the ground sometimes, into things? Or? Sometimes he needs he, he, he jumping knees. He, he fights in space mostly, I think. So, so uh-huh. how how oh. would drill knees be, be no. in any... How would drills or knees oh. be in any way? Yeah, Kagiodex is mentioning in our chat that since the toy is modular... People have already created uh, dick jokes with it. Oh no! If you put all the drill bits in a row attached to its crotch, and then you can attach the dino head to it. Dino dick! Yeah, oh, you know what? It reminded me of that one kaiju from, look, from Gridman. Look after oh, no. after Tokyuger. <laughs> no, there, there's yeah. another one. After Tokyuger, I wouldn't be surprised if they actually did it in the show for some <laughs> reason. Just to punch three. their way out of another coffin. Ichi just like. I'm what I'm, all I'm there it is. There what? it is. What? Doesn't that, doesn't that look like fucking uh, Googleus or whatever what? the fuck it's called from Gridman? Why? No, nothing I say will top that, okay? Fucking diet. No, seriously, seriously, though, go back up. Go back up. Oh, What's that? Now, um, uh, Gaia memory for scale. <laughs> Are those baffled-looking cartoon animals on the side? Like, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> whoa! Whoa! But I was just gonna say, why on earth did they put a connector point on its crown? Dino Dick Ready! God. <laughs> Dicknosaur. <laughs> Wham bam! It is a Dino Jam. Dino Slam. Anyways, well, so yeah, this this mech is fucking awesome. I actually really like it. So. I, I ended up liking it a lot better once I saw it in action. No, get that <laughs> fucking... Get him out of here. What do you have against Godzilla's kid, huh? It's not Godzilla's kid. It looks kid. like a walrus with arms! We've seen Godzilla's kid. It was at the end of Godzilla versus fucking Destroyer. I thought you were going to say it looks like a walnut. <laughs> and he kind of does. It looks like a Walmart! No. No, That no. thing is... Me and Gar hate that little... Well, please little, don't be mean to Vanilla. So anyway, uh, it uses its finisher attack, Final Blade, which is a neat attack, neat name for a finisher. Yep. And then the way he poses with his like blue arm pointed up, it almost looks like the Megazord's going, Up yours, bitch! It is. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then we see it separate into its three parts, Tiramigo, uh, Triken, and Ankylos. And I swear to God, I I think when Tiramigo like, manifested onto the ground... Tiramigo? Yeah. I think it was the voice actor just going, Rawr! like, <laughs> I swear to God, like, if you actually listen to it, 
I think he was actually going rah. Just imagine him in the booth. <laughs> and oh I like, and then there are like explosions in the back. That's the fucking money shot right there. Yep. I I can't stand that fucking blue sword though with the long ass fucking horn. It just looks so dumb. It's so I, I want to see him charge into something like he's jousting. Oh, he's going to. That'd be freaking, cool. Freaking kebab meme. So, I remember the kebab meme. So, uh, that's where it started. So Edith shows back up because I guess he survived. Yep. To tell them that now it's their mission to defend the Earth from the Druidons, and the re-soldiers respond by transforming again for no reason. Uh, no, I think it's because they're getting ready for like another battle or something. I don't know. But there's no one else around. No, uh, don't know. Hey, now that you guys can transform without, you know, the temple, uh, hey, give it a shot. See how it works. Yep. And and thus we get the first proper henshin. And oh my god. Just like they so they put the resoles in and then they just summon these like little little knights. Like these little little resoles. Little army of little servant knights. And, and just when it's doing the charm, it's just like Hase, Hase, so, so, It's Wase. Oh Wase? Okay, sorry. It's um, almost like Washoi. Yeah. Yeah. And you just see them doing like this like dance in a circle around them and, and they're like, like beating so their so shields. So they, so they, so they. <laughs> They, like, beat their shields with their swords and at one they, part. they, like, absorb into their chests. And it's pretty cool. Yeah, and the battlefield, where they're on the battlefield with a victory flag. For the- I, I love all of the scenes where they're, like, in a battlefield as part of their henchin effects. Yeah, that was cool. So, yeah, we get the first proper stock footage henchin of the three of them. And I fucking love it! Yeah, no, it's pretty It's so cool! Let me, let me put this down. I don't know if I mentioned it when Ryu Soldier got announced, but... Knights are my number one favorite fantasy motif, and that's why I've been looking forward to this series for a long time. And I gotta say, they handled it. There, I would say there's just enough knight motif in this. I'd like there to be more knight aspects of their arsenal, yeah. but I feel like we've hit the minimum that I'll accept. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not, not that I'm an authority on knights. Also, also, I like that at the end of their transformation when, like, the helmets form, you just hear this little, like, ha 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 like, laugh. I fucking love that. Ha ha ha, bitch, you're about to get fucked. It's interesting yeah. that during the henshin, you see their suits without the drill bit in the center. You just see the split color, and then it, like, fills up. Yeah. That's a neat thing. And then uh, the dinosaur head's, like, gaboo fucking over them, just like every other dinosaur sentai. Yep. Yep. It almost feels like they purposefully got inspiration from the Ranger henshin. It feels like an upgraded version of that henshin. Because they also, like, landed in, like, a des- deserted, energetic battlefield-type area during the Ranger henshin. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, the little army of knights around them, that was surprising. I love that. And I am looking forward to seeing more of that. I can't wait. Yeah, I cannot wait to see all five of them just transform. Oh, yeah. The little knights and they're just doing their little dances. So this, so this, so this. So, so. And then we get to see doing the roll call. Dance, yeah. Little yeah. So during the roll call, like uh, when they like actually do like you know like the Kishiru Sentai or whatever like that, and you see like their banners just like unravel, and then like you, uh, Raven noticed that there's like that they've left slots for green and black. Yeah. yeah. When yeah, like the top corn, the top left corner and the bottom right corner were empty. So they left a slot for just all five of them to be on screen when that finally happened. And I noticed that the, their their catchphrase during that part mm-hmm. is like, these three swords of justice! So they say like, Tsango no Tsurugi! Which means, of course, when green and black show up, it's going to be Gogo no Tsurugi! 
Unless yeah. the two of them technically have a different title because they're off doing something else. Oh, I'd love if they were just because like their brothers. They just get treated just... like the Goangers. Yeah, or like they're like the. That would the be go, neat. The Go Riders. I feel like they're not different enough to qualify no. for that. Oh, I can't. Wouldn't it be neat? I can't wait for Bamba. He's gonna be. I think he's gonna be. Ba Bamba. Black Bamba. Bamba. I just want to call him Black Bamba from now on. No. I feel like he's gonna be my favorite character. Black Manta. Sure. I like Black Manta. And let's just get it out of the way. Uh, the, the Toa, the green dude, straight up looks like he's wearing a Link tunic. Yeah. yeah. Someone give yeah. him a Link hat. Give him a Link hat. Give yeah. him a Galleon shield. He'll be good. Uh, so yeah, and then we get to the ending, and oh my god. We have an ending dance! Yay! And it's actually really fucking catchy. It's better than the opening! <laughs> Yep. In my opinion. Yeah, I think I actually agree with you. I really like yeah. the ending song. I like that they do the thing the with their hands. Cute. They do the fucking thriller dance, the walk like an Egyptian dance, they whatever you want to call it. Or something like that during the dance. Yeah, like, one of the lines is like, even though meteors are falling, let's be so gentle, or some shit like oh, that. I guess yeah. it's like because meteors killed the dance. Yeah. That's kind of morbid. That's <laughs> <laughs> morbid. No, but it is, isn't it? A little bit. Yeah. I like that it. Like, the animation during that scene almost looks like the the area from Mario Party 3 where you were choosing a mode. A little bit of Paper Mario. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yep. Okay. And that's it. So... Next week's episode is apparently Tiramigo's Day Out. Yep. Uh, so overall, I thought it was an okay first episode. I'm liking what I see, so... You know, I'm not too big on the motif for this season just because... You know, I already got cop rangers, so I, yeah. miss, I miss them already. I miss my pados. So, yeah, I wouldn't say it's perfect. It, there are some flaws to it. A lot has been not explained, but it's episode one. We'll get there in due time. Yeah. I feel like this is going to be a very fun, like, comedic series, though. Yeah. Def- no, a- after last, after Lupin Pat uh, being serious as all hell. Yeah, no, I, they're going back to comedy a little bit here. Mm-hmm. I feel like Ui is, is going to get annoying. Oh, fuck you. Ui's best character in the show already. She's pretty cool. I love her. Um, I think I have to see a couple more episodes, her in a couple more episodes before I can decide yeah. what I think of her. Ko looks like he's going to be the happy, energetic kind of protagonist. I don't know if we can push him as far as to say he's one of the stupid reds. But he did threaten to kill her with a sledgehammer and play it off as a joke. So yeah. I'm, so I'm not sure where to put him yet. <laughs> Blaze in our chat says he's diet lucky. Hmm? You know what? Not inaccurate so far. Uh, Melt looks like he's a carbon copy of Yakumo. Basically. I really hope they explain his blue hair. They won't. Like I said, probably not. Just like how they won't explain Asuna's brute strength. Yep. I think they will. Are they like some sort of subhuman race of, or something? Maybe, yeah. Who knows? They're like the ancient subhumans like, who lived like in the, the temple. They're like the ghost or whatever like that. They were angels! Know, Straight up angels! But they were angels of like different... Types. Different tribes. Yeah, exactly. So they're, from, they're all from different tribes. Maybe. Yeah. They might so maybe, be. So maybe Asuna's tribe, they're all strong as fuck. Like, Mouth's tribe, they, Mouth's all have blue they all have blue hair. Or different colored hair or something. It'd be cool if we meet other people of Melt's race. We're obviously gonna each get their own, like, 
individual episodes. Oh yeah, about, about sure. who the fuck they are. We're all so. just speculating because we don't know yet. Exactly. Liz, 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 uh, Mel, Mel just, uh, stepped out of an anime. That's yeah. what I said. Yes. Well, I mean, it's he's not. The, it's not the first. <laughs> oh, he's one hundred percent the anime protagonist heartthrob. <laughs> I mean, it's not the first time Sentai's oh, done a character okay, with colored hair. Look at Time Ranger. Blaze is like he's yeah. blue because of crippling depression. Ouch. You know what? No, I want to see if someone can chop it. Just someone take a picture of Sobble from the Sword and Shield. And just put his hair? Put Melt's hair on <laughs> What if Melt's hair... I want to see that! What if... All of them with Melt's hair on No, them. what if Melt's hair color changes based on his emotions? Oh my god! <laughs> okay, I'd like to see that. <laughs> And there's, like, he represses his emotions, that's why he's all serious. For some reason, I thought you were going to say his hair color changes in icy or warm water. <laughs> oh. Someone put Melt's hair on that picture of Toma. Oh, my God. Oh, no. And then turn it all, like, the color of, like, fear or anger. <laughs> I don't know. Fear is purple, anger is red. There you go. Isn't it yellow? Because, yeah, yellow-bellied... Yellow is joy. Know. I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah, it joy. Inside <laughs> Sorry, I had to inside out it up. Happy, happy joy, joy? Yeah. Um, the changers, I like. I like them a lot when they first got announced, and then as I saw their functionality, my appreciation kind of dwindled, because I'm kind of sad that most of the functionality is in the sword. But seeing them in action in the show, I'm back on board, and I like the changers, and I'm still getting one. Yeah, I'm going to get one, too. Um, the sword, the Ryu Soulken, I don't. I understand, dude. It doesn't. I don't like it. It's supposed to. Be I a, like the sword, honestly. It's supposed to be a knight sword, but it 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 leans toward too far towards the dinosaur savage yeah, thing I, but, but instead like, of towards well, a knight it, like, sword. It, yeah, but I like I like that like it's like a red blade and has like silver spikes on the edge of the blade and I like I don't know, I like knight that. swords are not spiked. Well, it's, it has to have some kind of dinosaur motif to it, so... It's got the dino head in it! It was a plain-looking sword with a dinosaur head for the hell. It would look boring. There are so many cool angled swords that con correspond to the knight motif. Sword Art Online has lots oh, of great sword designs. Yeah! There you go. <laughs> That's fucking perfect. I like how his ear is still there. The <laughs> human ear is still there. Yeah. Oh, th thank you. That thank is, you. That is, that's, 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 that's great. That is beautiful. Thank you for making that crazy. With Sobble as Melt. <laughs> Thanks, Cogidex. Yeah. It's not a bad edit, it's a good edit. Oh, man. Nice. Yes. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Anyways, this has been Rage. Well, I mean, does anyone else have well, our feature, in lieu of a feature topic this week, we're that's just true. talking more about Ryu Soldiers. So, does anyone else have anything else they want to talk about or predictions they want to make? No, I think it's too early for a lot of that at this point. I know, but it's fun to speculate. Do we potentially think that Geysorg's host body will become Ryusol Gold, just like in Kyoryuger? Fucking, I hope not. I think that is a very real possibility. I am not. I'm afraid. I don't want it to be, but I think it's not impossible. I'm not looking forward to it. Okay, Ryusol one thing I'm wondering Gold. about, because so they, they started all the episode with uh, killing off like all um, the pink, blue, and red master, mm -hmm. and we're supposedly not going to see them again. I'm wondering if, like, episodes down the road, if maybe what they might do is like a flat, like flashback episode, so you get to know more. Oh, flashbacks of their training days. Yeah, so you can get to know more about like how did those get become master? Like, yeah, I I I don't 
think they will, but that'd be nice if they did. We saw, the, we saw the part in the ep- in the episode where they handed their swords over. Yeah. The different, they're, they're, handed, they're doing this. Uh, that was the first shot of the episode. The ceremony. Yeah. But like, there's no point in them killing them off and then later on just not explaining anything about how did we get to here. Yeah. I can see them doing that. Yeah, so if they can have an explanation later on on like how they got to what happened in the first episode, then that'd be cool. Yeah. Like they'll they'll have to explain like who they like are do are they people that just live in this hidden village? Did they come to the village earlier at some point? We'll get an origin. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Let's see. The designs of the suits. I love the suits now. They've really grown on me. Like I said, love the helmets. I love that silver arm, like one silver arm they have. Like it, yeah. it's a nice design. I, I, I wasn't what sure what to think of them at first, but now that I'm seeing them, I, I do like it. Like the the fact that the drill on their middle of the suits matches up with the dino head emblem is a nice touch. I still don't know why it's a drill shape, you know what I mean? For some reason. Um But I do like the suits now and I'm definitely noticing the differences in them that I didn't see before, because Ryusol red and pinks look almost identical. But if you pay attention to the the points on the sides of the helmet, you can see that they're at different positions. Yeah, I, I can tell the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then in our chat they're mentioning seeing all the Kishi Ryu combined, which I am assuming they're going to call Kishi Ryu Five Nights. Yeah, that'll look great. Oh yeah. Oh, but yeah, the 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 Megazord being modular is such a neat idea because there's so much potential for different yeah, attacks. Yeah, I've been seeing pictures of like this mech, just like the toy or whatever like that, and people just messing around with combinations. It's going to be so fun. And when you add in more Zords to this mix, it's going to get crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I'm excited. So with, with the Megazord thing they have, is it like only one person can... Uh, can control it, meaning like while everyone else is like fighting, doing fighting, one person can like skip off, get in the Megazord. I'm assuming that next time they use three knights, it'll be all three of them in the cockpit. Because that's gonna be a little, that might be a little cramped though. They'll probably have a bigger cockpit. Oh, Blaze makes a good point. I like how the lines on their visors appear to be based on their dinosaur. Yeah, because they're the teeth of the dinosaur. Yeah. That's why when you look at green, you can clearly see the two longer fangs. Yeah, I mean, not the first time. Yeah. Especially not in the dinosaur uh, Sentai. Of no, course. no. But, no, but the idea is they've got, like, the silver lines through between each teeth to match up to the idea of a knight's guard visor. And now that I'm looking at that and thinking about it more, it actually makes a lot more sense, and I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. It's just the way that they combined the combination of knight and dinosaur in this season is actually pretty freaking amazing. I did not expect it to work as well as it is, but like I, I like said... Like the way I, the toys transform, the yeah. way that stuff flips around, and the fuming. I, yeah, and like I said, I think they've hit the bare minimum of knight to dinosaur ratio in terms of the motif application. In, yeah. Like the red, red. I would have I would have liked if there was a bit more knight influence rather than dinosaur influence, but I'll take what I can get. And there's Tomo with Melt's hair. Yep. Yeah. Lane. Okay. Oh, I'll just give it a... Every Blue Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a 7.5 out of 10 just because I know there there's still more to be seen. Yeah. Like I don't want to go higher, starting and I don't. Point. It's like I don't want to put higher, but I also don't want to put lower because. Yeah. No, like I said, it's a starting point. It could, this could be great, could be shit. I don't know. We're gonna find out real quick, I guess. Yeah. Um, 
I'm looking forward to seeing more of the Druidon generals because I love Tank Joe and Creon is a very Man, neat idea. All of those frigging silhouettes in yeah. the background during that shot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, interesting start. Looking forward to seeing more. And uh, we'll see where it goes. Oh yeah. And so that has been episode 237 of Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. Thank you to Raven and Danny for joining us this week. No problem. Yay. Hopefully you can be on more often. Do what you can. Nice to see you again. I mean, you know, yeah. Fridays are kind of not great for us anymore, which is I know when you usually record. But uh, as we're not doing this on a Friday now, yeah, you never know. Maybe. Well, steps are being taken to resolve that. Yeah. This is only temporary because of Lane's job situation. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Jobs are good. So, as usual, thanks to everyone for listening, liking, favoriting, sharing, subscribing, and just being awesome people. Um, yes, we're talking to you. You are awesome. Yep. We've, we've been doing this for over five years now, and we have no intentions of stopping anytime soon. So, as usual, the source of our hijinks is castranger.podbean.com. From there, you can find our Facebook page, Twitter account, our Discord server where you can not only chat with us and other fans, but listen to the show live whenever the hell we record it. Uh, and of course our Patreon where you can consider pledging to help us make the show better for you. And now would be a really good time to start subscribing to the Patreon because recently I have been turbocharged to work on the Cast Ranger game the last week. And I've been putting a couple of extra tidbits of information and even a little sneak preview video of some of the battle system mechanics. Yep. Something I'm really proud that I got working in the game, but I won't say what it is. He has been working on it. It's looking good. I know. Good. It looks so good. I'm really excited. So I'm way too excited. Check that out if you want. The Cast Ranger game is going to happen come hell or high water. Uh, so until next week, thank you all for listening. Goodbye. Bye. And remember, Ryu's so cool! <laughs>